tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a The time has come. The 151st Open Championship at Royal Liverpool is here. I'm here with Blake, as usual, to preview this event. We'll go over a little bit of the Scottish, but a lot of that shit sucked. But, you know, we had some guys in the mix. What about the Barbasol? In the Barbasol. I mean, <laughs> how many uh, how many close calls can you get? I think we have seven in six weeks, either in the final group or the second-to-last group. Really pissed off about Vin Norman, man. Oh, Why was he fucking 28-1, to 25-1? That sucked. I, I know, love I Vin Norman. I mentioned him too. You're like, I knew you were going to bring him up. I thought he was going to be like 50 to 1, but you were like, yeah, he's like 18 or 20 to 1. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. I would have pounded a 50. But he never was even close. I, I think he was like 28 at one point, but then he got, and then once Merritt withdrew and some other stuff happened, he got put down to 18. Yeah, Glover couldn't buy a putt on Sunday. That shit sucked. Yeah, he really um, pissed me off. And then Murray got involved and then. Uh, somehow made a double on a course where bogey's not even possible. Caught in a bunker, I think. But I knew I knew he wasn't going to win. He, he used all of his feet of putts in like the first seven holes. Yeah. Uh, Scottish Open. Uh, yeah, Hatton had the lead on the twelfth hole, and he just missed a three footer. That was cool. <laughs> Thirteen. Yeah, I woke up. I think it was like five thirty. I woke up and uh, he was in the lead. Yeah, he just took the lead. I think it was twelve or thirteen, and I was like, "Damn, I think we uh we're in the mix here." And then Tommy wasn't playing that great. I had him at a hundred to one, hundred and fifty to one, but uh he you know did his typical Sunday thing. But Hatton should have just hung on. I mean, if he just, I feel a little bit better knowing that Rory got to fifteen under because I don't think Hatton was getting to fifteen under. Yeah, I agree with that. If he was at thirteen, if you know if they, it was a playoff at thirteen, Hatton should have been in it, but. Getting the 15 was a tough ask, right? He'd have to shoot seven under on the day in really tough conditions. Oh, yeah, big time. Um, I thought 13 was going to get in. That was some great golf by Bobby Mack. And Rory's Rory's uh, back nine was incredible, especially those last two holes. Those are uh, those were some big boy shots there. You got to give it to him. I told you this last night, but it reminds me of why I liked Rory for so long and why I used to be such a big fan. Just his game is great. Um, I was rooting for him on the – to win uh, i didn't really i'm not a big feel-good story guy i know but i also wanted to bet bobby mack at 90 to 1 pre-tournament so yeah i was rooting for rory hard i was like i can't have bob mack win plus then uh also saturday night staying out the beach house so i uh i was firing in some uh, long shots just hoping up hope, hoping to wake up to a miracle at like 5 a.m and bob mack was one of them that i was gonna bet at like 180 and i just passed on it i was pissed <laughs> After you told me that, I was like, "All right, it gives me another reason to root for Rory." So I was kind of, um, I was kind of doing that because I hate that feeling when you should have bet someone and you didn't. But I mean, the birdie on the shot on seventeen was great, and then that that two iron on eighteen was just fucking incredible. It was something especially about coming especially coming off the missed shorty on uh, sixteen, the par five, and then he has to go birdie birdie into the wind. I mean, 17 was a great shot, too. I, I don't know if everybody's going to gush over the the two-iron, but 17, that was a – no one was getting that that ball to 10 feet. No, no. He – the the two-iron one I thought was great just because 
he changed clubs right before too. He, he didn't even know yep. he was going to hit that club. He changed right away, hit it. Uh, and then I kind of knew he was making it. I had a similar feeling when he beat Reed in Dubai, when he had like a 12, 15 footer that I, like, I know he missed a lot of putts, but that's that another length, second place. I had fucking Reed there. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, but yeah, it was a great win from, from Rory. And I, I don't mind all this extra attention, the betting odds, the pressure all ramping up on Rory coming into, you know, this major where he's already won. So the pressure is, is high. You saw he canceled his press conference today. Did he? Yeah. For the week? Not Pre- for the uh, week. Well, yeah, it was scheduled for tomorrow morning. He canceled it for the week. He's not doing any media before the tournament. Wow. Did the same thing at the U.S. Open. Yeah, I remember that. Finished second, so it worked out, right? I guess. I mean, he finishes top five in pretty much every major except of the Masters, so. Yeah, true, true. Um, but overall, I mean, hey, you get guys in the mix. What are you going to do? It's been a little bit of a rough stretch, um, but I've been looking forward to this one for a while. This is my favorite major. What, what are your, Will you rank the majors for me real quick? For me? Yeah. I'm always going to be a Masters first guy. It's Masters, Open, U.S. Open, PGA. If you make, mine's just similar, but I have Open over Masters. I love the Open. I always have Open, Masters, U.S. Open, PGA. But last three or four years, I've liked the PGA better than the U.S. Open. PGA's been fired the last few years. They've been so good. And U.S. Opens have been like LEC. You know what? I'm putting PGA Championship above U.S. Open until the U.S. Open wins me back. <laughs> wow, really? This one this year was a fucking abomination. What about Brookline? You didn't like Brookline? No, not really. I went to Brookline. I had a, I got an appreciation for that course. I kind of liked it. Course is all right, but I mean, I don't know. Winter was okay. The um, the venue I thought was okay. I know the last two winners of the U.S. Open are very PGA like. Yeah, PGA. We got Brooks. We got JT. Who was before that? Phil, Phil, that's right. Oh, the was in fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and U.S. and you had Ron before that one, but Tory Pine sucks as well. So I mean, like three in a row, Torrey I haven't Pines loved. Does suck. So before, last three years, before uh, before Phil was fucking Morikawa, that was a gay PGA. Excuse my language. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, before Phil, yeah, yeah, that was the COVID PGA. So post COVID, the PGA has been better than the U.S. Open. I think I'll revert back. I'm looking forward to Pinehurst, and I'm looking forward to Oakmont, of course. It's, I think, both of our favorite major championship course. Oh, yeah. DJ getting that strut going. Yeah. So, bro, I love the Open. Um, I'm, I was hoping – I mean, this definitely isn't going to be, I don't think, one of my favorite venues. I think it, it's going to play relatively easy. Do you think it's going to be like St. George, kind of? Yeah, what was the winner there? 15 under? 15 under, but I, I remember watching it. I think we talked about this when we did the pod. It just didn't feel like a British, like a like an open championship. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, that one. Yeah, that was awful. That was awful. I yeah. think this will. I think it has the visuals. And I think it gets windy here all the time. Like, I don't think there's any way to avoid wind at this course. St. George's, there was yeah. no wind. There's more you're on, Yeah, you're on the coast here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Winning score for me, I, I still think because they changed they changed one of the par fives to a par four, the tenth hole. Yep. So you're looking at that, Rory was four under on that and in fourteen. So I mean, 
he, he was minus 17. You take that away, he's just minus 13. Right? He, he makes all fours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but then if you kind of now equate the new technology and the way the game's playing right. and it's relatively short. So, yeah, I think it's going to be probably the same. I wouldn't shock to see, be shocked to see 18, 17. You think it's going to be that high, huh? I mean, I'd like 15, but I think between 15 it's not going to be. I don't think it's going to be like uh, last year. Last year was 20. That's the highest it's ever been. Yeah, I don't think it'll be last year. I'm going to say 16, 17. Uh, obviously, it depends on the wind. Right. Um, I'm wearing this uh, DraftKings shirt because I looked back last year and I posted a video of when I was talking about Cam Smith on the show. I did a screen recording and I was wearing this. So, big superstition guy. I was wearing this during last year's preview. And now, I'm going to wear it during this one. Boom. Let's go. All right, course preview. I'll, I'll get right into it here. We don't. We have nothing else to talk about, right? I mean, I, I don't from even last, want to talk about it. from last week. The Scottish. Yeah. Um. Nah. Fuck it. Oh, what did yeah, you think? I'm of, ready to move on. What did you think of Hatton's antics? A lot of people were pissed about him. Oh, Hatton's antics. Uh, I loved him. I like Hatton. I don't care about those that stuff. I mean, it's not like he's. I mean, mostly he's mad at himself and he's doing things, you know, flipping off the golf ball or whatever. I, I saw at one point. I was watching the broadcast. I think someone said Sky Sports had to mute him like the entire time. They'd like. <laughs> That's fucking great. But I mean, on Sunday, after, after literally every single shot, he was saying, he was saying stuff. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't blame him. I would have been too. <laughs> one of them, yeah. So one of them I thought was the funniest one was he had a 55 foot putt, and he lagged it to three feet, and right after he hits the putt, he he looks at the. Uh, the camera's right on him, and he goes, "Fuck you!" To the, it's like, dude, you you put a fifty-five foot putt. What were you expected to do? Make it? And and then I think he was pissed. He was pissed that the ball didn't roll towards the hole on his approach shot, wasn't he? That was you talking about on thirteen? Yeah, he was pissed because the way he hit his shot, it should have rolled toward the hole. The way that green slopes, and for some reason, it went above above the slope, and he had fifty-five feet instead of like fifteen. Yeah, I mean, I I think I guess that that was it. But he and he went on to miss the, the yeah, three footer horrifically. Like but do you think in the wind? I'm like, what I mean, the fuck are you doing? Just step off. And maybe he shouldn't have freaked out during the after his first putt. I don't know if that puts him in the best place to hit the three footer, right? No, not at all. But Hans Hans the man. You got to have somebody like that in golf. You need like not nothing wrong with one or two guys like that. Like who I never cared about Rom. I used to love when Rom just fucking smashed clubs. I loved it too. That was fucking great. I love him and I love Hatton. Uh, yeah, I don't care at all about that stuff with Hatton. People who get mad about that have, like, I, I mean, if you want to say it affects his play negatively and you can't back, like, bet him because you don't think he can win if he doesn't have the right temperament, that's one thing. But if it, like, actually, like, upsets you, then you're just a loser. Yeah. I mean, I don't want every fucking golfer doing that, but it's cool if, if one or two guys are doing it every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when he was given the bird when at API when he won for us that one year? Yeah, at the at the ball, <laughs> the ball, and then the lake. <laughs> I, <laughs> he went in off the tee. You do need some of it. You do need some of it, and I think he's a good chance this week. But we'll get into the course preview here. Um, this is the thirteenth time we have been to Hoy Lake. Really? It, yeah, a lot of them are a long time ago, um, but it was built, I think, in the eighteen hundreds. Wow. But. This is the, yeah, 13th time, but the last two recent ones were 20, 
2014 and 2006. Uh, 2014, Rory won, and 2006, Tiger won. So, you know, two of the best players. So I don't know how much that tells you, but it is in, uh, it's located in, we're all Mary, Merseyside, England. Hopefully I said that right. In the small town of Hoylake. That's why people call it Hoylake. Uh, course was founded in 1869. It's a par 71 now. It used to be a par 72 that measures 7,383 yards. It's 73 yards longer than it was in 2014. And that and it went from a 72 to a 71. So hopefully that toughens it up a bit. Uh, the greens are a mix of bent grass, poa, fescue. Uh, weather will you know, be the determining factor in terms of difficulty. Some changes since 2014. Uh, in addition to the 73 yards of extra yardage, um, it's been changed from par 2, 72 to 71, like I mentioned. And the par 317th is a brand new hole. It was never on the course before. And the par in the 10th uh, has changed from a, a 530-yard par 5 to a 507-yard par 4. 156 players in the field. Always important to remember that the top 70 in ties will be making it to the weekend, not 65. So that changes things in terms of DFS and if you're looking for players to make the cut. Um, and that is about it. Stats, I'm looking at approach. I think off the tee is really important. I think the course's biggest defense is if you miss the fairways here, there's definitely way more trouble than you would have got at, say, like a St. Andrews because there are penalty areas in there and there are also a lot of thick fescue. So I think you do want to play from the fairway. That's why Tiger didn't take driver, used it one time back in 2006. So there's, you got to uh, play from the fairway. There's 14 non-par threes on this course. And six of them have internal out of bounds. Wow. So that's like, uh, that's a third of the holes, but of the par four, par fives, that's like almost half of the holes. Yeah. So you can't, I don't think this is like, you know, so I, I like Cam Smith and I, I'm not saying he can't win, but last year you could get away with doing some crazy things. This year, I don't think you can. I think you'd be pretty accurate. Yeah. The internal out of bounds, I'm not a big fan of. Um, I think I mean, we saw that at Port Rush too with Rory on his first shot of the tournament. He hit it. Uh, he could find the ball, go to his ball, and easily be able to hit it, but it was marked out of bounds. I just I just feel like if you can find it, you should be able to hit it. But it is what it is. Um, that 17th hole looks pretty cool. Yeah, it looks like they have the stadium around it. The stadium. Yeah, and they have the – if you're not on the green, you're kind of fucked. Anywhere you are, it's got like steep surrounds and the bunkers are pretty crazy. Yeah, um, Michael it's Kim. A short, short par three. So, but Michael into the Kim wind. Was talking about this stuff, <clears throat> and I sent that to you. But I think it might be actually worth reading here because he uh, played the back nine today and had some pretty interesting observations. He said it's not firm like 06 or 14 yet. Um, if it stays like this, they're not going to be hitting irons off the tee like Tiger did. Uh, the fairways are green from all the rain and lots of holes are in into the wind. So you're hitting a lot of drivers is playing longer than you'd think, um, which could change dog legs left into left to right wind. So draws would be preferable. Um, so what else? 17 par three. We just talked about it's 150, but it's into the wind and it's a really small green and the runoffs lead to the uh, bunkers, which are really, really, really tough. So yeah. some great short par threes over there. 18, there's OB, uh, really tight to the fairway on the right side. So you can't, there's no bail right. If you go, if you go a little bit right of the of the 18th fairway, there's going to be out of bounds. So I think you're going to get some some good moments down there. 
Um, they extended 18 too. Um, I think it plays like 620 yards. It's downwind though, so players can get there. But I know in 2014, I think Rory was hitting driver five iron. So I think that they tried to extend it a little more. It's pretty cool for an open course. Usually these courses are so old and they don't have much property to make changes. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, I'm actually pretty pumped that they did make changes to kind of one of the few courses that did um, in the in the in the rota. Um, one I think thing they're I, trying to get on 18 Rory to hit driver five iron. They want driver three wood. Actually, yeah, making an actual par five, which is good. Good closing hole. 17 and 18 is gonna be really cool stretch if it's tight on Sunday. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. And Michael Kim said this as well, which I thought was cool. You're gonna see a lot of potential TIO relief, like we hate seeing on the PGA Tour. But the open, he says, it designates a bad spot for the drop. Like you can't just get. So if you go in the TIO on 18, you can't just drop it two club lengths from the where it went out there's actually like a designated drop spot that it's going to be a really tough place to play from so you can't just bash it into the fucking tent and expect to get a good drop yeah i know that's a big topic the tio on the pga and big topic for me you know i hate it yep um so the that 17th hole it was the 15th hole before and they changed it so the 15th hole went from how it's set up now. The tee box is where the green was, and they were hitting the other way. Okay. So, so for uh, intents and purposes, that's a different hole then, right? It's a completely know? different hole, yeah, but uh, same same area. Yeah. Um, what else did they have on this? Yeah, the 10th hole they changed. We already mentioned that from par 5 to par 4. So already you're getting scores shouldn't be as bad. And then uh, weather. Coming in. Um. I've heard it's been drier, but this week there's going to be some rain. But it kind of thinned out the rough by it being drier. I'm not sure what they've done with the rough or the fescue, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I think we're going to get some rain this yeah. week, right? Yeah, I think we are. And so, again, maybe that makes it play softer. And I think you got to hit, um, you got to hit more driver, like Michael Kim said. I think that's right. But I don't think the weather is like, I don't think the weather is like, as of now, I don't think the weather is like anything like wave stacks type things. I don't think there's much to it. I hope not. Uh, I hope there's no wave stacks, but I do hope. Um, so 2014, was there, there was a big draw bias, right? Didn't Scott get fucked on that? Yeah, I was watching the uh, the like 50 minute video on that. And yeah, I guess, uh Whatever. Like Scott was the number one player in the world. So whoever he was with in that draw, they got fucked. Scott actually ended up playing really well, battled to make the cut, and then finished like fifth or something. Um, but like Rory, Ricky, four, DJ, Sergio, they all got the uh, right side of the draw, and they were all there. Well, Rory teed off. I, I was just starting my first-round leader column, and so I looked into it. But Rory teed off at 8.30, and he was the first-round leader. So Scott must have been PMAM. Yeah. Um. Okay, so anything else? I think uh, I, I do want to say too at the beginning of the show, not the end, but my boy Travis, Travis Smythe, participated in this open. Uh, he chatted with him this week. He's there. He loves the course. He's he feels really good. Um, so I'll, that's I have a really strong rooting interest. We've kind of grown pretty friendly and talk on WhatsApp a lot. So, um, I really hope he plays well. 
So if I say anything about a better with him, it's know that it's not coming from a actual breakdown of the course or anything. I just, I just want him to play well. Have you got any Intel from him on the course? Uh, no, I try not to ask this week just because I don't want. Yeah. Yeah. I just, other, other courses I will ask that he's played in the past when he's hanging out at his house or whatever. But like when he's there, I kind of want to leave him alone. Right. But he's been there for two weeks playing um, all the different courses in the area. Yep. Good. I hope he plays well. Me too. Crazy, cool. crazy DK price. They're going below 6K this week. Yes, he's 5,800. You get some other guys. Like, there's actually some players that I think could be okay. You're going to have to with Scheffler at 12.5. Some of the Asians down there. Like, you even got uh, um, Semikawa and who's the other one? What's Taiga up to? He's been playing pretty well. But the other guy... Nakajima, who is the really highly ranked one, he's been playing really good. He won his last three events. He's like one one yeah. in two top fives, but he's like really low down there. I think he could play pretty good. I love Nakajima. John Daly's in this field, huh? Fifty five hundred. Alex Fitzpatrick. He's two dead men. He almost uh, won something, didn't he? Well, he, he hold out from the bunker to qualify. Yeah, I thought he won uh, not a Euro Tour event, one of, one the, of the other tour? tours, something like that. I mean, fifty. He could make the cut. Why can't he make the cut here? Yeah. Southgate fifty six. Yeah, Southgate, good links. Nacho, he just won. Didn't Nacho? Oh, he lost in the playoff actually. To uh, Hogard. Uh, oh, Rosner know. isn't Rosner a player? Fifty eight hundred. I think he's probably in not great form, but I mean. I think a lot of these guys are going to be comfortable and motivated trying to get in the Ryder Cup. I don't know if that's ruled out yet. Wow, Matt Wallace, dead men, huh? No, not yeah. dead men, 6,000. <laughs> Since he won, he's been absolutely awful. Yeah, I know. So, all right. <clears throat> anything else on the course? Uh, anything else on the course? No, no. I mean, I'm excited to see it. Um, and I'm not a time zone guy. Is it going to be the same times we got last week? Is Scotland and England the same? I'm pretty sure it's pretty much the same okay we don't have tea times yet right no i saw a post but i think it was a troll yeah i think they should come out tuesdays they usually do that gonna change anything for you the weather doesn't look anything nuts yet i don't think it will like i mean at this point i think whatever it is it is yeah we've already bet some guys too um one thing before we get into the odds i mean we're going to talk about ricky here I mean, we got 125 to one that we bet in March. If you didn't bet Ricky a while ago, like we're gonna, we'll talk, we'll let's talk about him like he's 22 to one. But we just know that we have 125 to one, and we're not we're not adding any more 22. But I still think he, you can consider him at 22 the way he's playing. To be honest with you, I know. I mean, yeah, we'll get there when we get there. So let's start at the top. Okay. All right. Basically, have. Uh, Two uh, two co-favorites here. Um, Rory's plus 650. Scotty's seven. And then it's a big jump. So, I mean, let's talk about those two guys. Is yeah, Rory I'm having... the correct favorite? Yes. Yeah? I think so. Coming off the win. Yeah. I mean, I the biggest thing for me this week is I have a really hard time envisioning a scenario where not one, but both of those guys are involved. Both? I think it's both. I, how can, I mean, Rory obviously loves the course. He's really confident coming off the win. 
He's been good at the majors outside the masters. Um, but even to a lesser degree, like, is there any world where Scotty finishes outside of the top 10? No, there isn't. Nope. <laughs> there just isn't. There just isn't. If someone asked me a question earlier and I, I guess I was saving it for this. They sent this, um, this is the bet MGM. They have this promo of the, you can bet a guy to win the tournament, but if he doesn't come in the, t- if he comes inside the top 20, you get, a, you get your money back. Just bet Scotty. I mean, that's, comp- that's literally free money. I mean, it's every start he's had this season has been inside the top 20. It's <laughs> been inside I the mean, top 12. <laughs> yeah. So you're not getting the best odds for him to win, but I mean, I just think, I just don't see him not playing well. The stats are absolutely incredible. Uh, how were Rory's stats last week? Did, did we get to see Rory that? Rory and Scotty's stats were exactly the same, except Rory putted better and was better. A little bit, a four shot difference. That was basically what it was. They were both great off the tee, both good on approach. Their stats were equal, ball striking wise. So, yeah. So, if we have, if we have one of this week, they're going to have to beat those guys. And it's, to me, it seems really tough. And I, I tweeted this the other day about Rory. Um, and I tweeted this last year about Rory, who, it's every time, and like this is what I'm. Maybe this is just a coping mechanism to make me feel like he's not going to win. But there have been other times in the past where it's felt inevitable. Okay, 2015, he won. Then goes to the 2015 U.S. Open. He was seven to one. No one thought there was a chance he loses. He finished in ninth. 2018 Masters. Uh, he had won the start prior. He was 12 to one that week, and he finished in fifth. 2019 Masters. He had won the week before. And he was the overwhelming favorite, seven to one in 2019. Finished 21st. 2019 U.S. Open. Uh, he won the start before. Was 14 to one. Finished ninth. 2021 PGA. This is at Kiowa. He had um, he won at Kiowa, right? And he had won, he had uh, he won at Kiowa before by like eight shots. Um, in 2014, and then he comes to this, wins the start before the PGA Championship. But he went Wells before that? I think it was Wells, yep. And then he was 10-1, to 1, finished 49th. 2022 U.S. Open at Brookline. He won the start before. I oh, won Canadian before. I remember that, yeah. He was 11-1, to 1, uh, I think second favorite to Rom. Finished fifth. So, and then this time, won the Scottish Open. He's plus a 7-1 to 1 Open Championship. Place he's won before. And it feels inevitable that he's going to be there and has a great chance to win. But we've seen in the past, he hasn't. Do you feel as confident that Rory will be there as Scotty? Cause I don't feel as confident. I feel like Scotty's definitely going to be there and there's probably a 80% chance Rory's going to be there, but there is that chance where Rory isn't there. I agree with that. And I think the only way he's not there is if he like misses the cut horrifically and it's like a, and he's, he's one of those breakdowns. Like at Port Rush when he was crying and as he almost made the cut, like a yes, homo. Yeah, I'm so proud of myself for battling back. No, but he, um, yeah, that's, that's what I think it is. I think there's an 80 percent chance he is in the top five and in, in one of the last two groups on Sunday, and there's a 20 percent chance he misses the cut and cries and blows up horrifically. There was some nine to ones floating around, ten to ones on Scotty. That, those are actually good numbers. They are. They are. Uh, um, I'm not betting either guy. Who do you like on DraftKings? I just think they're they're both going to be crazy popular. I want to bring up the ownership real quick. I, I looked at this yesterday, but like, I think they're both just going to get so much ownership. It's a really difficult decision because, well, it looks like they're actually dying down a little bit now. 
maybe. Uh, Scotty's looking like twenty-two percent. Rory like eighteen. Fuck I, that. Rory's gonna be fucking thirty. Plus. I know. I think so too. Uh, I would probably play Rory. Would you? I was gonna say Scotty. I think it's Scotty sentiment cheap. to lose. That twelve five, man, that's expensive. That helps. That helps get his ownership down. There's your leverage. It does. It does. But those two guys. I mean, can you, can you fade both of them? I don't. I don't know if fading Scheffler is good. You don't think you can? I just think a lot of people are going to be like, "Oh, I can save six hundred bucks." But at that price, go to, go to Rory. At that price, he wins. I mean, he needs to win. Well. If someone gave you a, if a pick to win, who's your pick to win? No odds. You have to pick a win. Winner. Who's your winner? Uh, I'm a little, a little embarrassed to say it. I think it's Rory. Really? Yeah. Mine's Scheffler. I mean, it's 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 neck and neck. Like that's what's worrying me about this betting this entire tournament. I just think they're both gonna fucking be there. <laughs> Can you bet them both like top five or something? I don't know. What do you do? You just gotta pray they they suck. I mean, I don't want a weather bias, but You'll if pray one a, sucks, I hope they're in that weather bias and they get screwed. Yeah. What do you make of some of these trends? Like this one, um, thirteen straight Open winners finished outside the top twenty-five in the previous year's Open. Listen to this stat; it's fucking nuts. Cam was t thirty-three. Morikawa didn't even. Uh, play Lowry miscut Molinari miscut Spieth T30 Stenson T40 ZJ T47 Rory miscut Phil miscut Els miscut Clark T44 Louis miscut Sink miscut What do you make of that stat? That's a fucking weird stat but it's like 13 straight years I think it's wild I think it's absolutely wild and I think I don't know it's tough to to give it rhyme or reason because they're all at different courses so it's like it's not like they sucked at the course and they played well it's I don't know. I don't understand like what thing would make that not just random coincidence. Yeah, and then this other one I said, you every open champion since, since 2013 had made the cut in his last start, finished worse than T25 at the last open like we just said, a top 10 in one of the last two majors or two top 25s in the last three, a top 50 OWGR, a top 3 finish on the tour that year, and at least three top 20s in his last five starts. This is a kind of random stat, but that just there's only two guys that qualify there. Brooks and Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. Some um, of these random stats are just I don't I don't get it, but it's been so many years. You know what's funny about those random stats? I always look at like the you know, Dave Tindall does one and all the trends and all that stuff. Like the second the tournament starts, I completely forget about all of them. Yeah. And it but just then they come me. back to fruition most of the time. Do they? I think. I don't know if they do or not. I have no idea. Well, it'd be sweet if they did because I'd love a nice Ricky Fowler win. <laughs> oh, I think he has a good chance. Well, so yeah, we both like, we both think Rory and Scotty have a really good chance to win. Can't bet those numbers. We're taking on the two favorites, is what it is. Okay. Uh, DraftKings, you got Rom 13 now. Nice bettable number. And Cam Smith 16. Everybody else is 20 plus. So, Defending champion Cam and John Rom. What do you got? Rom is the forgotten man, isn't he? He is. He was the forgotten man at Augusta, too. But we were we we're sharp to that one. We stayed strong. 
Uh, it's so hard to win both the Masters and the Open uh, in the same year. I I was talking about that with Tom yesterday, and he looked it up. Actually, it's more more people have done it than you th- than you'd think in the same year. Marco Mera did it. Okay, did no Spieth didn't do it, right? No, no. he won the he won the US Open Masters. So no one's done it recently. No. The last, last one to do it was Omer. Yeah. Wow. So if it's before 1998, it doesn't really count. Right. So I, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's just tough to see. I mean, Tim actually doing both. Like, but he is forgotten. Definitely. He Can he really win? Done much. I don't he have the same feeling. Much. I don't have the same feeling as I did at Augusta. No, 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 no. But he has the Augusta form. He hasn't really been great in opens. He hasn't? Not really. Let's see. Third at St. George. Remember that? He stormed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had him. Yeah, other than that, his best finish was 11th at Portrush. Don't you like him on coastal uh, tracks? I do. He's won the, the Irish Open. He won the Irish Open and he's won Spain, uh, Spain Open. That was both coastal. I do, I do like him in this scenario. The question is, is he playing well enough to go and win, win the second major in the of the year? Yeah, I'm just passing. He'd be three quarters of his way to a Grand Slam. I know a couple guys would be too. So would Brooks. Brooks, yeah. I mean, he he's a guy who can who can do it. Um. All right, so we're going to pass on John, obviously. We're going to pass on him, but something uh, it is sneaky. But yeah, we'll pass. I can see him there. I think you. I mean, draftings wise, I think he's the pivot. You want to start with Rom instead of Scotty and Rory, then you're in business. Yeah. And then Cam going back to back. Not the course for him, I don't think. I don't think it's the course for him. I love Cam. He's one of my top seven favorite players in the world he's the absolute fucking man I, like i don't know how it's happened this way and for you too we used to hate the guy but i absolutely love him i'm and like when he plays golf i'm glued to the screen watching him play yeah he's real he's, fun he's awesome he's fucking awesome and uh like if i don't hit a winner i'd love to see him win him win again but he's in great I, form man great best of the of the season right now like yeah, but the you can driver, get that driver figured out. I mean, if Look it was out. firm, I would like it a little better. He might not have to use driver. Yeah. What about him on DraftKings? I don't know what. He's I expensive. Haven't, I haven't. I He's going to be low owned, too. Rom and him are going to be the lowest owned. Are they? Yeah. I think Cam's going to be lower owned than, like, Brooks. I do. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I haven't d- dived into DraftKings yet. No, it's all right. You didn't expect you to do it at this stage. We'll, get, we'll, we'll do Wednesday live, right? Sure. Um, okay, so we're going to pass on Cam, too. Hit him here last year. You go winning two two opens in a row, Cam. I'll give uh, I'll give you all the props. We we got our Cam money. Uh, won the Open 28-1. to 1. So if he wins, he wins. But, and I'll be rooting for him if my guys aren't in the mix, but. Not betting it. Okay, next we got uh, 20, Brooks. Then you get jumped to 22, a bunch of guys here. We've seen different numbers on a bunch of guys. Vic, 22. 
Hatton, 22. Cantley, 22. Seen all the way up to 30, I think. Um, Ricky, 22. Xander's now 25. And Fleetwood creeping up there, 28. Wow. Along with Spieth, 28. Okay, we'll start with Vic. Um, I bet this very long time ago. I'm actually going to tell the exact date. Uh, 33 to 1. And I was just secretly betting him all the time. Just firing in uh, open picks because I've always liked him to win the open. I thought he had a really good chance to win this thing. Um, so I bet this on December 4th. And 33 to 1 is what I got. I also got 31 to 1 on April 9th. And another good one. Um, December 26th, 30 to 1. So all over the 30, between 30 and 33. Yeah, Sam, I bet a 30 as well uh, a while back. Um, we've been saying Vic here for basically the, the entire season. We've had parlays with multiple majors i think i mean last us open we had a big scheffler vic parlay a bryson vic parlay um we've been all over vic and if you guys haven't been betting vic i don't know what else to tell you um at 22 to 1 i'd probably still bet him if i had a blank card um what i like about him is he's just he's he's got a lot of major experience being in contention and i really liked what I saw from him at the PGA when he went up against Brooks. I know he got mm -hmm. fucked in that one bunker with that shot that hit the lip, but like still shot a 68. He didn't blink an eye the entire time with Brooks. Mm -hmm. That was great. I mean, granted yeah. at the open last year, he came in with shit form. Um, and at no point did I think he was going to win, even though he was leading most of the way going into Sunday, uh, Sunday, I think he was maybe down a stroke or two to Rory going into Sunday. But he led Thursday, Friday, and a good portion of Saturday. And I no point did I think he was gonna win. And then he got in the he got in the mix at the Masters this year. He was in one of the final groups. And then at the PGA. And what did he do at the US Open? And he finished 19th. He wasn't really finished in the 19th, mix. But he said he didn't like the course too, and he still finished yeah. 19th. A lot of guys said that. No Brooks was one. Um it's just great to see him in contention. He's also he was also in contention at the players. He won Memorial. Uh, those, those are big boy events. And I just think this is the next step for Vic to get his breakout major win. I he's, he's a multiple major winner, and I feel like this is the place where it starts. He is my pick to win this event. I, I think he's great driver of the golf ball, great approach, and he is my pick to win this event. Yep, couldn't agree more on all those points you made. Completely agree. He, and I don't know if you mentioned this, but he's in the second last group with the Masters, too. Yep. So he, last four majors, fourth, seventh, second, 19th, one memorial. I, was, I think that was a huge part of it, winning an event that was elevated, that had all the big dogs in it, and he goes and takes it. I think that was a big moment for him. And his that is one, and the other one was the PGA, where he actually played really well in, in the final round. <clears throat> hurt his chances, but the fact that he finished that he still shot a 68 despite that. And he, if Brooks wasn't there and Brooks wasn't Brooks Kepka, he wins that major and he played well enough to win. So those two things I think are the biggest takeaways for me and why he's ready to win this time. Open, I think is going to be his best. You know, I think he, he, he's going to, you know, he might be a 
it's a lofty thing, but it might be a foul though at the open, but when it's all said and done, uh, he's still young. And I think he, it just really suits the British open. Um, nice flat course for him too to get that, to get that approach dialed in. Um, I, 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 I just think he's going to be there. I really do. I do too. I do too. And he played well at the Scottish, like exactly what I wanted to do, like made the cut, but played well, but not too well where he was like, you know, expending mental energy in the final group or anything. Yeah. He played really well, uh, Friday Saturday, or Saturday, right? One of those days. Yeah. I think Saturday. He's played, he's he's played in two opens. He's 12th and fourth. Yeah. I mean, he's just built for the open. So I love it. I love it. He's going to win. I agree with you completely. He's my number one pick to win. Um, He's the guy. Okay. And this next. All right. I'm I'm baffled by this Brooks Kepka number. He's 20 to 1. I don't understand why he's not right after Rom. Or or with Cam Smith. Like why why is he 20? Um I don't know. So I don't know. I, it's weird. I, I just don't get it. I feel like it's a very disrespectful number. And I'm I'm gonna bet Brooks because I don't love anything down the board after Vic. Like I don't love, love anything. I'm going to bet stuff, but I don't love anything. So Brooks is my guy, one of my favorite players. And I'm just going to, if he was 12 to one, I wouldn't be betting him, but he's 20 to one and I'm going to be betting him. And I think that's a great number. 20 still out there. 20 on DraftKings as we speak. Wow. Why, why is he 20? I'm like, why was he 20 at the PGA? He's, he's back. He finished third in Spain and then he, um, if, if you're wondering what he's doing recently on live, he finished third at Spain, which was three weeks ago. And then two weeks ago, he finished, uh, I don't know, like 15th at, uh, London, which whatever, I don't, I don't think he even gives a fuck about the London event. Um, then the U S open, he had a shit Thursday. He hated the course, still finished 17th. I mean, what's not to like is his, his open form. He's got four top tens in seven in his last seven uh opens yeah really good really good six at st george which i think is a the closest open comp um fourth at port rush seven uh sixth at burkdale which is, i think is close close by isn't it yeah it is uh yeah i mean i agree with all those things for some reason i don't think he's winning and i just can't get it out of my head that he isn't um and i I guess I'm going to start with just saying I'm going to, I bet Cantley instead, which is blast. So like, I don't, I don't understand that. I think that's a fucking, that's just retarded. This guy was the best major performer in the last of our generation. <laughs> he is. No, you're completely right on the service. It doesn't make sense, but I got a 30 on Cantley. So here's and... my question to you on the Cantley. I know you're going to get into your Cantley stuff, but like we think Rory and Scheffler are going to be there. Don't you want somebody that can fucking stone up? And is it Brooks that guy? Yes. Yeah. What's Cantley gonna do against those guys? <laughs> is can Cantley beat those two fucking guys? I mean, we've seen it at times in big events that weren't majors. Well, this is a major. This is a major, and I, I just don't believe that he's not capable of playing well in a major. I, I, I that he's not contending in a major. I think it can just happen. It's just gonna happen. I mean, he's four straight, five straight top fourteen finishes on in majors. Yeah, I know he hasn't been in contention. None of those shots were like pressure filled shots. All those shots were just 
I'm out of this. But historically, is he a bad pressure player? No, but is the FedEx a, a is the FedEx even a thing? Like, I don't know. Is there a lot of pressure? I mean, at that stage in his career, I think he probably felt some pressure going against Bryson in the BMW, trying to make putts. And going against Rahm at the tour. I know he's won big events. And yeah, I guess there's pressure at Memorial. Just... 30 is a great number on him, too. Like You could bet I... Hovland, Brooks, and Cantlay if you, if you had an open card. Um, I just, uh, and I know they're off the tee. Uh, yeah, give me your Cantlay stuff. I mean, off the tee is great. Second in the field off the tee. I'm looking for long and straight this week, and he's been one of the best off the tee players on tour the entire season. He's been great. Uh, missed the cut at at the Scottish last week, which I do not care about. He gained seven on approach to start before that. Um, was in the mix, you know, at Travelers. Last year, he finished eighth at St. Andrews, which I guess isn't the best comp to this, but I like the fact that, you know, he's played some good links golf at least. Uh, and I think this is actually a better fit for him than St. Andrews. Would you agree with that? No, definitely. He's second off the tee. Ninth tee to green and fourth in strokes gained on par five. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I think he's he's actually a little bit under the radar this week, whereas other he's always like the trendy pick for the majors. Now people are just giving up on him. And I just – we've bet him in a lot of majors. And now that he's 30 at a place where I think he suits pretty well, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to go back one more time. Where is he 30. Um, it was a site that I, on DraftKings. Is he? Okay, it was a site that I have that you don't have, but he's 27 on FanDuel. And I think he's 27 on what we have, the one that begins with us. Okay. I'm not, I'm not like uh, saying it's a bad bet at all. I think it's a good bet. Number-wise, it's the best number we've seen on Cantley all year. I just... Uh, I have other bets, and I, I don't know if I could fit both of them. And I just want somebody to stone up and i trust my guy yeah so end of the end of the day i'm gonna be on can't you're gonna be on brooks the rest of the car is the same so if i don't want to help you do and whatever okay what about this x25 number no no that's i'm just not next guy i'm not I'm not either guy. but that's a that's a good number too i hate his physical stature <laughs> you like can't I mean, he does have a slop ass, but I don't know. Something about about I like Cantley. I don't know why. I just like him. Okay. I mean, he's the guy. guy. Yep. All right, Ricky, twenty-two. We bet the one twenty-five. I think it was in March. What a fucking bet we that was. <laughs> I wish I bet it to win a million. Yeah, I know. I bet two guys back then in March. One I have a great feeling on the other. Lighting money on fire. Jason Day, eighty to one. Yeah, zero chance there. Uh, but Ricky twenty two. If guy, if a guy has a blank card, are you telling him to bet Ricky twenty two? I'm not telling him to do it. No, but he has a chance to win this event. Yeah, twenty two is. I mean, pretty horrible. Pretty horrible number. About thirty. If you had a thirty, and I didn't have a pre tournament ticket. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I would. Yeah, I always liked him at uh, opens. Not to mention here. Yeah, obviously the second. He came second here, and he was kind of in the mix. He finished only two back. He played pretty well. I watched that same thing you watched, and he played pretty well on Sunday. 
And I like the fact that he just won. Some guys I don't like it for, but for him, it's like, I never thought he was going to get the monkey off his back at a major for the yeah. first time. Right. Yep. Um, usually, I mean, in 2014, he was second in or top five in all four majors. So, I mean, hopefully, uh, repeats that with, uh, the U S open finish. Right. He's first. Uh, and I, I like that. I forgot about that. I like that too, that he sniffed that final group at a major. Yep. And I then mean, he, he was, won. it was like his to win. It was. And then I thought like, we ever um, thought he was going to win, but it was his to win technically. I know. Yeah. I never thought he was. He was first. He's first in his last 24 rounds and, and, uh, par fives, which I think is big here. Even though there's only three, I still think it's big because the par fours are really hard. And I think Rory, when he finished 15 under, he was like 12 under on the par fives. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think Ricky's going to contend. I really like Ricky. I do um, and then you get the two Englishmen, Hatton and Fleetwood. You get Fleetwood up to 28. Not the best of numbers, but... It's still awful, isn't it? Isn't yeah. It, still awful? <laughs> it should be 40. I mean, it should be. The guy... The guy... I don't know if he's capable of winning. He's got a good open. Fourth, 33rd, second, 12th, the last four. He just doesn't have it when it comes down to making a putt that he needs to make or hitting a shot he needs to make. He doesn't do it. He doesn't. I'll tell you now, the play with Fleetwood, I like Fleetwood better than Hatton. Yeah, me too. The play with Fleetwood is to try to get him live at some point and just hope that that 63 is coming because it usually comes one of those rounds. It's usually on the Friday or Saturday, and then the next day it'll just be even par. But you'll have a 130 to one like in the mix. (laughs) Probably won't win, but I think that's the play with Fleetwood. That's what I did last week. Yeah, exactly. Same thing as last week. We loved it. We loved him last week, but he was 22. I was like, I'm just not going to bet a 22. And then he started off like two over. And I was like, I think he's still going to get in the mix. He's really great at this course. Went to 130 to one, bet it. I think the same thing could happen, like you said. Um, but 28, even 35, like, I don't think I could bet that. Yeah. We're betting yeah, I'm, to win. I'm with you. I'm with you. I think he's going to finish. I think like a top five would be good. I think last year at St. Andrews, I bet him um, just this a top five. A home, this is also a home course for him, home event. Which I don't know if it hurts or helps. And I don't think it's that close to where he is. I think he's closer to uh, Burkdale. Okay. But either way, it's like driving distance from where he grew up, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I like Tommy. I think he'll be around. I think he's going to finish in the top 10. Like if you're doing like a top 10 parlay or something or something crazy like that, I think he'll be in the mix. It just, I haven't seen much to indicate he's going to win a golf tournament. Yeah. And then speed. No, I just, whether it's because he's in bad form or whether because he's injured, either way, I'm not betting it. Okay. Cause I mean, his open championship form is pretty ridiculous. You like see it at all? I didn't see it. I was intrigued by the 35. His last five five opens. First, ninth, twentieth, second, eighth. First, ninth, twentieth, second, eighth. Uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, 35. 
I was looking at it, but yeah, I'm just going to be out. I'm not a speed guy, so I'll just be out. And that leads us to the 30 pluses. You got <clears throat> Shane Lowry, DJ, 30, uh, Morikawa, 35, and then it's a big jump into the 50s on DraftKings. Okay, real quick before I forget, I just got a question for the pod. This is from the Vincenzi tracker. Um, should Team Vincenzi somewhat consider sprinkling a little on our boy Sungjae at 100? 100 to 1 at Beach Earlier at Matt Vincenzi. I'll let you answer it. Uh, the answer is no. You should bet the other Asian. His name is Hideki at the at same price. And that's what I did. <laughs> okay, good. I agree with that. Um, all right. That range, uh, DJ. I like DJ. Still like him. I like him. I mean, I liked him a lot when we made the bet. And then I kind of didn't like him. And now I start, I'm starting to like him again. Love that. Do we have uh, like, uh, recent live stats? Have you looked at that? Yeah, I have. They're not the best, but in terms of accuracy, it's not the best. But he was third for birdies last week, last time. He makes a ton of birdies. It's always a, a one mistake off the tee. That's what worries me about him here. Um, that's why I was hoping this would get baked out and he could just hit iron. But yeah, I know. It is. Uh, so. 35 to one, I think is a really good number. Uh, and I, I, I wrote this and I kind of even talked myself into it more. He's finished in the top 10 in six of his last 13 opens. Uh, six last year at St. Andrews when he really just wasn't playing well. He opened with a 67 in the PGA, which is he didn't finish good over the weekend, but he's kind of like been in the mix in both of the last two majors. U.S. Open, he's in contention for a lot of it. And he gained 11.4 strokes from Cheetah Green. That was fifth in the field. And when he played here last time, he was, he played really well, finished 12th in 2014. But he was in contention. He was second after two after 36 holes. He shot a 65 in round two. was the round of the day. And might, might have been the round of the week. It was. Yeah, the round of the week. Um, and then I like that he finished T8 at Valderrama. That course really isn't good for him. And then fifth in London. Third in birdies at, at Centurion. Um, so I don't know. This guy's in the mix of like every major. He's like probably the best, second best major player of the last decade. Yeah. Behind Brooks. Behind Brooks. Like I don't, there's no one else who can put ahead of him. Like he's always in the mix. He's great. at His open track record is so much better than you would think it would be. I know. That's why I bet the, I bet this in fucking, uh, December. I was like, I think DJ is going to win the open and I think he's going to get, get his form by then, which I, I wish it was better form, but I'd still bet the 35. Sure. He's a high, he's a top, top, top class player. So I bet the 35 again today. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like a it. Bunch of money on him. I mean, I, you talk about a guy who can beat one of the top two guys. Yeah. DJ and Rory in the final group, he can beat him. For sure. Sure. Um, and then this course fits Colin Morikawa perfect. There's nothing like the only thing holding me back. Oh, the only reason why I'm not going to bet the 35 <clears throat> or bet Colin, I think 30 is a good number two on Colin, is just because I don't want to live in a world where Colin Morikawa has two open champions championships and he's already has one. I don't think I never thought he wouldn't win. So is he really going to win two? I know. That's the that's what I feel like as well. Like and he's gonna win what three majors in three years, four years. Yeah, but the way he's playing right now, like his 
and this course, it's it's a perfect match. I know everyone says he's playing so great, but I don't know if I agree with that. Why? He's five every week. He missed the cut at Travelers. Everyone said that was perfect for him too. Everyone's betting the shit out of him at Travelers. Yeah, that's because he. But he shot a sixty-four round too. He lost two point three on approach. Yeah, and, but it was one round. And the approach has been good, but it's. 4.3, 3.2, 4.5, 5.5, That's good. But when he was when he won the open, it was 8.9, 9.7, 10.1, 7.8. Like, yeah, no. I don't know if that's what it is right now. Cool. I hope he doesn't win because I'm not betting him. But I don't mind it. Like that's that's the one I'd look at over like Spieth, Tommy, X. I like that 35. No, it is good. But fuck him. I'm a little worried about completely dismissing it. Yeah, I am. But whatever. What are you going to do? Yep. All right. Then we get a big jump. We're at we're at 50 to 1. Odds are moving. Fitz, 50 to 1. I don't know if people saw his comments today. Uh, he's basically his, he said his sailing stopped 30. <laughs> good, luck. good luck with that. <laughs> um, Should bet him. I know, right? I feel like this always happens. They say that, and then they fucking win. Uh, Rose, 50. And then you got Finau, Burns, Tom Kim, 60. Max Homa, 65. They're actually giving you some numbers here. Cam Young, 65. Bryson, 65. Wendy Clark, 65. Anybody there? I bet the Bryson, 65. Right. This could be a good course for Bryson. It should be. Flat. He's, he's playing good now. He's playing great. Like, you're not guessing anymore. He's actually playing well. Lost by a shot in Spain. What did he finish at the U.S. Open? 20th. Okay, that's fine. And he was, what, fourth at the at the PGA? Yep. Was he involved in London at all? He wasn't involved, but he made a little run. Remember, he was there at the beginning, and then oh, he yeah, kind of he made back. that run. I bet, him, I bet him at, like, 100 to 1, he made a run. Um, and then he went in that bush, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just playing well. Like I think he's a top ten player in the world, and he's sixty five to one. So I'm going to bet him. Yeah, not something you think Bryson is going to win, like an Open Championship. But I mean, he was eighth last year. I know you could have bombed it all over the place, but new skinny Bryson. I I, I mean this this course suits him. Yeah, I mean twenty nine. He said he's trying to be twenty nineteen Bryson, and twenty nineteen this would be a great course for Bryson. Yep. Am I worried about him getting stuck in a pot bunker? Absolutely. Me but too. at sixty-five to one, uh, that number is just too juicy. You're gonna you're getting a top ten player in the world at sixty-five to one, and yeah, I don't care what anybody says. Bryson DeChambeau is a top ten player in the world, for sure. Um, Tom Kim showing some life. I thought about him for a second, uh, but he didn't look good on Sunday. No, he was all over the place. I just think, I don't know. He's a little too short for this for me. Okay. Any of these other guys? I mean, Finau, 60, that number's crazy. He's in awful form. I just don't think you can win this when you're not in good form. I just don't. Yeah. You don't like Rose, huh? I kind of like Rose. Probably be a DraftKings play, but... The ship has sailed, I think. Don't Olds win? Don't Olds contend? Yeah, but everyone loves him every fucking week now. Well, I haven't bet him in a while. <laughs> I think he's gone off the boil, as the Brits would say. Hasn't he? He's only like 42. No, I mean, just in terms of form. Only a couple stats ago where he's pretty good. 
He was eighth at Canadian. That was good. He was really good. PGA, Charles Schwab, and the Canadian. But he missed the cut at the U.S. Open, and then he missed the cut at the Scottish Open. Okay. Yeah, could he contend? Sure. I just can't see him winning. Home is at a number that you like. <laughs> what is it? 65. It's a good number, yeah. He played well last week. Yeah. What do you finish? I don't give a fuck. All right. All right. Anybody else uh, down the board um, before we get to the big one? Way down the board? Um, Scott. I, I bet. Like Scott. Oh, Scott, go ahead. 80 to 1. Did you bet it? Yeah. How do you feel about it? I feel pretty good. Like, do I feel great about his recent form? Not really. But he contended here in 2014. I know he was the best player in the world then. But still, that means the course has to suit him. Um, he contended in 2006, too. Yeah. And he just, he's just a fucking man. I don't care. You know what? He shot a 68 on, on Saturday at Scottish. Thought he missed the cut last week. He did, but he was horrible day one, but then he shot a 68 to finish two under and missed it on the number. Oh, I thought you said Saturday. Friday. Friday. Yeah, yeah, Friday. Um, I was thinking live second round. But uh, <laughs> I, but I don't know. I think – and I just had a response to to a tweet, and someone said they were walking with his coach the other, last week, and they think he's in a perfect spot. Like, he doesn't give a fuck about the Scottish Open. For the last 10 years, everything he's said and done has been to try to contend at major. That's it. That's all he cares about. And has he done it this year? No. He hasn't but, done it this year, right? No, he hasn't. But this is the place where I think it could happen. There's going to be an old in the mix. There's going to be an old, good player in the mix. You think it's Scott over Rose? Yes, I do. I've been I saying mean, Scott here forever. So if we've got to, we just got to do if it. If you look at my card, I'm betting every single one of my favorite players. So if you want me to choose Adam Scott and add him, I will definitely do that. Because he's by far one of my favorite players. I just have a strong gut feeling he's going to be involved. All right. I'll get down with that. I'll bet him. Sure. He knows the course. Yeah, I just worried about him, like, spraying the ball. Yeah, he's not that old yet, man. He's 43. He has one more in him. I think this might be his last great chance. This one? Yeah. He was involved a little bit at St. Andrews, finished 15th. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't even mention this part. I mean, his open record is insane. I'll never forget when he fucking gave Ernie that open. Oh, yeah. Was he four up with four to play? Yeah. Oh, that was um, terrible. Listen to this. So that one round fucked him, we, like we talked about, in 2014. He shot 68, 73, 69, 66 that week so three rounds in the 60s um his last six open starts he's been in the top 22 five of them top uh three of those are in the top five i'll bet him i'll bet him at 100 i'll find 100 somehow yeah and the scottish open is a fucking stupid course it's, it's not like i don't think it's truly it's true links and i think he's great on oh, i got no worries about the scottish with, with him yeah. It's more of just him actually being able to win an event that concerns me. Yeah. Not the Scottish. <laughs> you know, like he's feeling good, making birdies, making putts. 
and then all of a sudden it'll just blast one left and you're like where the, where the hell did that come from yeah for no reason it's just drives you nuts all right and then i bet decky had 100 i mean do i think a decky's gonna win no i don't i do think it's a good course for him um he he shouldn't be a hundred like Minwoo Lee seventy to one and Hideki's a hundred to one. What the fuck? Yeah, it's crazy. Like Justin Thomas is eighty to one. Hideki's not as bad as Justin Thomas is right now. Like Hideki's actually putting up good results, good stats, everything's good. Like th that's just he should be fifty to one. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna bet it. He actually ranked out sixth in my model too. He's still first in opportunities gained the last 24 rounds. Before third the rocket. Third in approach, fifth tee to green. And then the rocket, he just, him and JT just couldn't make a four-footer on, on Thursday. And then Friday, he shot like a 68. Yeah, he's not playing that bad. That number's dumb. It is. It US is. Open gained 8.6. Might be a good DraftKings play, too. I, I haven't bet the 100, but I agree that. The hundred is silly. So take Sun JM, shove it up your ass, and bet a decky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody else? No, I think we just get into the last guy here. We're running pretty long. Okay. Go ahead. He's your guy. We've already talked all right, about my, him. All right. My guy, the Iceman, Henrik Stenson, one of my favorite players of all time. He's 500 to 1 on FanDuel, and I think he's 1,000 to 1 on Barstool if you have that book. Um, is he going to win the event? I don't know. Probably not. But I think he's playing really well. And if he's playing well, this course should be like perfect for him. Fairways, greens. Um, and he's, he's been, he is playing well and he is hitting those fairways and greens at, in London, the last live event, he was second in fairways, third in greens and reg, which tells me he's hitting it well. Then two starts before that, he was fifth at, um, Oklahoma. Tucson, whatever, whatever the fuck it was, Tulsa. Uh, so I think the Ryder Cup thing is pretty big this week for him. Like they took his Ryder Cup captaincy away. I think he's pretty pissed about that. He was interviewed the other day. I think it was yesterday. And this, this is his quote. I look to prove people wrong at times. That can be a motivator. There's no question, no matter whatever tour you're playing on, you're playing is competitive. You always want to beat whoever's in front of you. I'm confident that if I'm playing well, I can have a good open championship. When was that quote from? Yesterday. Oh, nice. Love that. So he feels good. And he, he, uh, he I just, looks good, too. <laughs> he looks great. He was wearing the shades with a light blue majestic shirt and just staring down the ball. Like, I just got a couple, I just got a couple feelings of old Henrik, and uh, it made my testes tingle a bit. I mean, prime Henrik, this is a great course for him. Great course. Um, obviously, he's not. In his, how old is he? Forty-seven. Yeah, that's old. It is old. <laughs> so um, I think you got to supplement the bet. Top twenty right now is like ten to one on Fanduel. Yeah, I bet a top five at sixty-five to one over the weekend. It's probably better now. Sixty-five. Yeah, it's crazy. I, I mean, bet a two fifty. I bet a three fifty. I I didn't think it was gonna go all the way up to five hundred. I'll win a million dollars on Henrik Stenson if you want. It'll cost me like 200 bucks. <laughs> I was saying earlier, we could bet $1,000 to win a million. Yeah, exactly. Is it going to happen? It. Uh, yeah, I want to. Is it going to happen? No, but it, is it better than a 1,000 to 1 chance of it happening? 
Definitely. I'm going to download the Barstool Sports app and put $1,000 to win a million. Just bury Barstool? And then I'm going to screenshot it. I'm going to send it to all the big publications so they say, man bets $1,000 to win a million on Henrik Stenson winning the Open. (laughs) And if he wins, you're a genius. Yeah, and if he loses, then... Whatever. Whatever. Um... Good DraftKings play. Good DraftKings play. I don't know what his number is, but the Iceman's going to make the cut this week. 6,200. You shitting me? I'm playing 100% of them. (laughs) Percent of Stenson. (laughs) 100%. I'm going down with the ship. What do you finish in London? Uh, Fifth. Are you making that up? Yes. It was the top five, though. I do know that. He uh, tied for six at London. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he has, won a, he has won an event in the last year. He won like last, last three, August. His last three starts. He wasn't good at Valderrama, but whatever. Germans don't like Spain. Um, but he's, he sweet, fit, he's sweet. He's sweet. Sweden, Sweden. Sweden, yeah, Sweden don't like uh, same same shit. Eastern Europeans don't like Spain. Um, he was sixth, so he was fifth at Oklahoma, sixth at London. Wow, let's go! I'm in. I'm all in on Henrik this week. I'm all in. I'm. He better be in a fucking featured group. <laughs> There's no chance. It's fucking bullshit if he isn't. Let me tell you that. We'd also be betting Sergio at 130 to one if he was in this event. And I actually think Sergio would be contending too. I do too. I think I'd bet him at 40 to one. <laughs> um, all right. So there we go. Um, so, you know, Sweden, uh, the Swedish are hot right now. You got Ludwig. Yeah. I going to make the Ryder good. cup. And then Vin Norman yesterday went in the Barbasol. Yeah. They should pair um, Ludwig with Stenson. You know, Ludwig's not in the field, is he? No. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, he's a legend. He should be treated the way he deserves, and I'm sick of uh his mistreatment over the last couple of years. Yep. If he uh, wins, I'm gonna buy so many majestic polos. I'm gonna wear one every day of the week. Yeah. There we go. My million dollars would go out pretty fast because they're expensive as fuck. But <laughs> nice quality though. Great quality. Uh. Then we get the Cuda. This spot doesn't deserve the Cuda, but we'll we'll give out some picks and on Twitter on Wednesday on the Cuda. We'll do. Oh, we'll do, we'll do it in the live show. Ah, perfect. All right, let's let's go for our back-to-back Open Championship win and five out of seven majors. This would be. Boom! Recap of the picks. We're both on Hovland, DJ Bryson, Scott Stenson. The only difference, I'm 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 going Brooks and you're going Cantley. Yeah, and if you're one of those people who doesn't give a fuck, just bet them both. Boom. You probably can. You probably can. It's um, last major of the year. Overexpose yourself. Yeah, take that little prick out. Exactly. All right, let's go. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap, tap, tap a room.